you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Eckler now in for Gordon, not wide of the numbers right, and the slot is Henry left. We've got a linebacker on Eckler. And here comes the quick blitz. There's Eckler. Gets a block. 20, 25, 30. It's a foot race. 40, 50 into Jags territory. 30, 20. Austin Eckler to the end zone. Touchdown, Chargers. Austin Eckler is having himself a day. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Austin Eckler, not Eckler, not Eckler, Eckler will be joining us here in Studio 66 in a matter of moments. Looking ahead, do not notify your local authorities or otherwise if you hear any tales of tampering because it's legal it's fully legal in pro football come this weekend no matter i know we want to be vigilant in our society right now about a number of issues but tampering with pro football players completely above but david not yet as we speak today it's not not legal so if you you see someone tampering with a football player between now and the weekend you should you know, if you see something, say something. That's, I mean, that's good policy. Yeah. That's right. But otherwise, just settle into your couch this weekend and enjoy the tamper away. And, right. It's going to be a lot of tampering with names right. you know. Some of them handsome fellas. Tom Brady mm-hmm. being one of them. I bet there are plenty of people who like to tamper with him, Dave. Oh, you could say that again. Even friend. in Tampa Bay. Oh, look who came in ready to kibitz today. Hey. Brought his A game today, huh? I don't know. If that's my A game, I've, yeah. Akib Talib brought his A game, and he joined us in Studio 66 just uh, 48 hours ago. He the had greatest a lot of, Akib out there. 
I would say he's my number one Akib. No doubt. I don't even have to think about yeah. it. I don't have to take some time away and make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. He is my favorite Akib that I've ever come across. He had some great insights about his personal experience, um, retroactively, of course, but then also projecting ahead into free agency. Good news for cornerbacks in the NFL because uh, Josh Norman is now worth $6 million annually, according to uh, the Buffalo Bills. And this sets the market, as they say. Austin Eckler, the first in among running backs. And I wonder, Handsome, I know we've had this conversation, but it's uh, it's as we move into um, free agency. Let's quickly revisit that. Do you, Where do you come down now? on paying running backs long-term, like Austin Eckler, or beyond, or the big name, the the name brand guys? Well, I um, it's a good question. I wouldn't, I think Eckler got, didn't get paid like the, no, the name brand get, right. running back amount of money. He Levy got, and he Bell got, two years right. ago wanted $18 million. He wound up getting, I think, 14-ish million. I would, like I would pay, million. I would pay my own. Because I would know everything about them, right? The next one of those guys is probably Christian McCaffrey would probably be a year. And Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. So you know enough about those guys to know this is the tread on their tires. This is the, these are the little injuries that never get reported that they've suffered, et cetera, to be able to make a decision on that. I would not pay top whack for Le'Veon Bell, for example. Top whack? Top dollar. Top whack? Top whack. Dave. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. I would not pay. Top That's a whack. UK thing. Is top I guess. whack? I why is that not? Why are we not using that here? I I, I don't know. I well, now you I'm can start using you it. Have my permission. I I wouldn't I wouldn't pay that much for a guy that I don't know everything about. And clearly, in those situations, when you're negotiating with those players or their agents, they're not going to be like, oh, by the way, um, turns out. Levitt's a tiny bit overweight, and his right knee hurts a lot, I know, especially but you after know what? games. I, I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again now. And it, it, it's one thing to say, once you have the information, to your point, that David Johnson has not worked out. And Todd Gurley has kind of come apart. And Aqib Talib sat here and did his best once again to say, oh, no, Todd Gurley's still great and everything else. It's really weird, though, by the way, with the Rams as an organization, that you can't pry anybody to acknowledge like, yeah, it's a little, yeah, the knee yeah. is, but so, and, and by the way, when you watch him with your own eyes, you think like, he does look explosive. He, does he doesn't look like, it's not like, oh, I mean, David Johnson, there were some runs right. in 2019 where you thought, oh yeah, that doesn't look good. right. Levy yeah. and Bell looks like he was a little more sluggish than, yeah. than when we had seen him last in 20, whatever that was, 2018. Lev Bell went into last year saying he wants to, to change the market for running backs. And he did. I know that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Is Lev Bell, right? He was going to be this year. All of those guys are going to suffer from that. He was going to be, he was willing Lev Bell, the way he kind of put it, it made it sound like he himself for the better, he was the betterment of his, of his future. And in fact, what he did is set them back. He, He did reset the market, right? David Johnson plus Todd Gurley plus Lev Bell equals you should not pay uh, running back a second deal on the level of what Lev Bell and what Zeke oh, yeah. Elliott actually got and what Todd Gurley right. got and what David Johnson got, which then leads me to, I know we're not talking about the here and now, we're projecting ahead um, into the future, but I, as much as it may vex Saints and Panthers fans to hear this, it is not good business to sign either one of those guys. Well, Tag I mean, them, 
franchise tag him, keep him one more year. But right. after that, you got to let him go. Or unless you know that, like Christian McCaffrey, I we've we've run him this much. You know, no one's going to know more about him than you, your doctors, your trainers, whatever. So if you're if you with a clear conscience, if you were evaluating him as if he's not our player, and I want to know everything I can about this player, and it comes up like, okay, this is a good investment, then you should do. But what you shouldn't do, I think, and this is probably closer to the Todd Gurley one, is be like. He's done so much great work for us. He's helped us reach a Super Bowl, et cetera, or, you know, or, or get us, you know, he's he's our guy. We owe him this. You don't owe him this. I Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, those loyalty like the loyalty deals are things, no. It's not gonna, that's not going to go well with a running back, especially. Right. That's I, And I think if you tried to, if, you know, if you went up to the podium. Glad MJD can't hit me because I think he'd be angry with us. No, I, no, if you it's recall, he was pretty. Hey, hey now. No, he was. He, if if you okay. remember, he was pretty lucid about the whole right. Lev Bell thing. We had some contentious powwows yes. about it because he wanted to whack out. What is it called? Whack top out. whack. Top whack. Top whack. Yeah. He wanted to see Lev Bell get top <laughs> whack. Whacking out is different. We should. That's not a thing. That's well, it might be, but it, it is, but it's not, not germane not, to our not conversation. For free. It's not legal or tampering. I mean, it sounds Maybe like it could be tampering, but anyway, right. um, yeah, I think that, uh, it, right. P- those fans will not like me saying that now, but listen, do you want to be, uh, uh do you want to be in the same situation that Rams fans are now in with no. Todd Gurley? No. Do you want to be? No, no, the- exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, by the way, a quick note, I have no, uh, specific intel on this, but I can tell you that I am, I, I find reports that Lev Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to reunite to be specious. Yeah, I don't best. think that's happening. I don't buy that. Yeah. Uh, the- Can I also add a quick note? You may. So I listened to your podcast with Aqib Tlaib. Did you? And it was great. I really enjoyed And I think he's he's a good character. And I like your He is one of the great. Uh, he's one of the great. Because fi- isn't it, by the way, interesting, all the spots he's been into that he can report firsthand experience with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's Patriots with Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning coming into the Broncos and and then winning that Super Bowl. He walked into the locker room and it it inspired their defense. And all of that was great. But, but I think you put him on. So my understanding of his relationship with the Dolphins, he was traded there so they could get his contract off the books. And Mm -hmm. the, and the, and in fact, the Rams end up giving them a pick to take, I know, keep to contract. I don't believe he spent any time in the Dolphins facility whatsoever last season. Oh, you don't think he ever, even show. I don't up. think he ever showed. I don't think he was asked to show up. I think they were just like, okay, this is a good deal for us. You get you you take his contract, you pay his bills, and and we'll give you a draft pick. So you put him on the spot a little bit. I felt like, and he, that's why he was not very specific with his answers on Josh. Rose. You're like, what about Josh Rosen? You saw a lot of him, and he was a bit like, no, I, yeah, I you'll notice I kept that to, vague. I, I did know, not. I did not, not say vague, you saw him in practice. I didn't say as, that. Not as vague as he kept it. <laughs> I felt like his answers were the same as like anyone else that saw Josh Rosen for three series last season in the in the brief couple of spot starts he made. It, it felt like he wasn't willing to say, yeah, look, I know that it says on my Wikipedia page that I'm a Miami Dolphins player, but I'm actually, I have spent zero time in that facility. I should whatsoever. have asked him, right, I wonder if he got at least any swag out of the deal. Like, yeah, did he get any Dolphins yeah, gear? Because I, I, I could even, ask. I, I don't even think he has a has You know a what? Hat. I got to get in touch with him. Because I feel that he's benefiting. He embraced fully. He really liked your idea. I know he did. Of the, sur- was, the handsome of Hank Surf and Turf tour across football America. 
it really is what ignited that idea really started you and me being on the road together, our right. dinner club, our yeah. tour of football. No one America. was paying for it though for us. That was the difference. Right. But but nevertheless, that then when you came up with the idea that all free agents who are going to have multiple meetings, that uh, they get the they get in their own way. Yeah, if they want to tamper with you, let them tamper away, but don't you tamper. The only tampering you should do as a player is saying First, I need a delicious meal at right. one of the finest restaurants yeah. in I your city. As, as I keep said, I don't work well on an empty stomach. Let's 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 figure this mm-hmm. deal out mm-hmm. while you feed me steak. Right, exactly. Um, and, and I'll tell you the updated version of this. Sorry to interrupt you, but the a good friend of mine who I was on the phone with just this morning, a gentleman named Lewis Wiltshire, who's who's based in the UK, huge 49ers fan. His belief is that the way that Bill Belichick has subverted this. Um, my notion of of get all the state you can is he and Bella, he and Brady have a deal in place, mm-hmm. but he said to Tom Brady, go to these teams, go and find out what their plans are for 2020 and how you could be involved in it. Come back and report to me, and then I'll know everything we need to know, and then we'll go out and trounce everyone and, and this win is another Super Bowl. And and, and, and that's and, that's his Machiavellian scheme, right? Is this it? But is this an informed hypothesis? No, it's a it's a fun. No, it's definitely not informed. Well, the sports guy has his own little theory really? too. Yeah, he's like, I mean, it's the same basic, same basic thing. It's like this is all in, this is for his new production company. It's all a, it's all a big scheme. He said, "This is a, they, they've laid this out on the, the Simmons podcast recently, right? That that uh, they suspect." I think perhaps tongue in cheek, but I mean, of course, it's 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 like they say, like if somebody wrote a script about this, no one would believe it. I mean, like Tom Brady getting a professional advantage via surreptitious video. I mean, who would believe yeah, something no, like that? that. That's that, not a thing. That would never happen. Right. Um, yeah. So there's uh, Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. Oh, look, chuckling. Eddie. Look, there he is. Yeah. Eli didn't need nothing to help him vanquish Tom Brady, right? That's right, but people online will say it was uh, only the defense, not Eli, despite those uh, incredible throws he's made in uh, in both Super Bowls. Well, more so a catch in the first one, but um, the big news, um, uh, the big pro football news, two two uh, tidbits uh, over the last twenty four hours. Marshall Yonda retires after thirteen years, and uh, Daniel Jeremiah, and by the way, one half of the radio. Um, team that calls Chargers action, so we'll mm. get Austin Eckler's opinion of uh, the work that Matt Money. Oh, spent. I wonder who his favorite. Oh, well, but... I'll, I'll I'll be sure to ask him about that. But Jeremiah says that Eckler could be a slot receiver if he wanted to be he in the NFL. Anything. Yeah, so so we'll ask him about that. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about? Before? I don't know. We were talking about news, and you said Marshall. Oh yes, Yonder. Marshall Yonda. That was one of his scouted. That was one of the guys that uh, DJ scouted. Oh, yeah. And he loved Yonda. And I, th- I can't remember what he calls it, but um, in some scouting rooms, uh, or at least with the Ravens, you get a gold star. You get to star a guy or something that you're like, this is my guy. This is the okay. guy who I think, like, if he's available, they you always must have the jump thing on where you, that you stand on the table. Isn't Whatever that that's, yeah, that version of that. DJ tells the tale that Yonda was his guy. DJ would. 13 years ago, and Yonda now would appear to probably as much as guards track to the hall of fame probably does might be on that have the resume of course i can't indulge a deeper conversation about how great yonda was because you know the no jive policy about yeah. uh, applies you here and you, you how would i know if he's what do i know about how good he, he does you on know the what interior it's just occurred to line. me as well as that he's had this 13 year career and no one thought to give him the nickname over so he could be over yonder ah uh, well no wait over 
Wait, the way you said But isn't Yonda, that like Right, no, I get it. Sound, right. Oh, what? Right, well, spaghetti says Eddie. No. Yeah, rejected. I'm glad you stepped in there to to stop that. Because it's yeah, he would want to be over his foe, right? You don't want to be. Where's like, Marshall? Oh, he's over yonder. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, uh, Eddie. Well, I'm gonna try. Enough. I'm gonna try to salvage Get it. Get back to I'm eating crab to, donuts. I'm trying to salvage it. Yeah, spaghetti's getting to be built like an offensive lineman. That's maybe that's his homage to O line. Right. I'm so. I'm such an old line guy. I'm going to make myself built like one. And he right? played offensive line in, in high school. Right? I did not. No. No? No, I played, uh, my brother did, but I played uh, like linebacker. My brother played O-line in college, actually. Really? Von Kirkland-style yeah. linebacker. That means that you're, uh, forgive me, but that makes you an underwhelming football player, right? <laughs> Why? How does that make sense? I mean, because I, well, I wasn't allowed to play football. Mo Damashek, the nurse, said, like, no, no, I don't want right. any, you know, she any broken bones. So I'm not going to have it. Um, but uh, had I played, I, I suspect I would have been the quarterback and uh, probably a safety, something like that, I think. Right. But, like, the good guys play both sides in high school. Um, yeah. You, I mean, you weren't I... a skill guy. You couldn't, like, you couldn't catch, for instance. Well, but, but... Or throw. <laughs> What happens if you have if you have enough guys on both sides of the ball and you just play? Well, I started in defense. Which yeah, I rather play linebacker. All right, but O-line. I'm saying, but the good guys play both sides. Linebacker's cool. O line's like, uh, like, they're like, hey, okay, good job on defense, Eddie. Come on off right, the field. Off the field now. The the, the skillful guys are going out there. I, I disagree I get completely. I think the top high schools in America. You, I mean, unless you're like going to the NFL, like if you have enough bodies to fill a roster, you don't. Was really yours play one of the top high schools no, in America? No, miserable. It was, a, it was a nerd school. <laughs> but, but you did invoke it as an <laughs> total, total nerd you school. Yeah, you could out. imagine if, but no, we right. were terrible. <laughs> you could imagine yeah. if we were really bad. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Enough uh, on Eddie's career. So that's that. And Marshall Yonda moves on. And yep. then what's um, the other news? You their have? division foe, the Pittsburgh Steelers, have just been announced as one half of this year's upcoming Hall of Fame game <sighs> against the Dallas Cowboys. The, the very next football game that will be played in America. Is that the best rivalry? Oh, yeah, the other, that Is that the so. best rivalry? In let's revisit that right now. Here now, now that we're into March. Is that the best non-division rivalry in NFL history? Not even non-division, interconference. Okay, yeah. I mean, the NBA has Lakers-Celtics. That right. reigns as the all-time in pro basketball. Although, you know, I guess the Jazz and – nah, that doesn't really count. Jazz and Bulls. But um, I think your Dolphins and the Oakland Raiders at one point would have something that you would point yep. to. Um, I guess Steelers Raiders. I for, forgive me. I know people are going to say, "Oh, you bring up the Steelers." I, but they happen to be relevant no, no, for Steelers, long stretches. So of course they got Steelers the Cowboys is a is a is a big game, even though it only happens once every four years. In I the, in, and I'm you know sorry about the preseason, but I don't necessarily count the preseason as being one of. Nor do big I. Moments. Nor do I. This will be Duck Hodges versus whoever the third string QB of uh, of the Dallas Cowboys is. At by by that point, yeah. we suspect that it will be Dak Prescott getting his loot and uh, and uh, taking that position back um, in time for training camp. But I don't think we'll see him or Roethlisberger. I think we know Roethlisberger won't be there. Um, that's a that's an ongoing series too. You know, I like the what if stuff, handsome. Is there what is to you? Um, I, I think I have the answer to it before I even ask it. But spaghetti, I want you to come up with your answer to this too. What is the Super Bowl that the sports gods saw fit to deprive us of? 
that you wish you would have seen. Yeah, like the one that it was a game away, and if that play or whatever hadn't happened, we would have gotten that, and instead we didn't get it, and we got that crummy Super Bowl. Or we got, or it could even have been a great Super Bowl. Doesn't to me the answer is, as you ruminate on your answer, is the Steelers and Cowboys play in Super Bowl thirteen, the year after the Cowboys get their second title against the Broncos in Super Bowl twelve in the Superdome. In Super Bowl thirteen in Miami, the Steelers vanquish um, uh, the Cowboys and they get the third. And at the time, I remember as a as a wee lad that I here the big thing was who's going to be the first one to three because this will assert you are the dominant force in pro football history and the Steelers got that one and and so they took that mantle and then the Cowboys were the best team at minimum in the NFC the following season and they were tracking to the Super Bowl until Vince Ferragamo the backup takes over for Pat Hayden and throws an improbable deflected pass in um, Cowboy Stadium, in Texas Stadium, I should say. It gets deflected by one of the Cowboys, and Billy Waddy catches it and runs it into the end zone with, with less than two minutes left, sending the Rams to the NFC title game. It would have been the Cowboys. It would have been the Bucks at the Cowboys. Cowboys. The Cowboys would have whipped them, and you would have gotten – they. so Super Bowl ten, Steelers, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys, Super Bowl thirteen, and you would have had Super Bowl – 14 that would have solidified that before a, yeah, yeah. Then, bird then we, magic then the conversation wouldn't it would have be, been the biggest thing yeah. it would have been that would have been the biggest thing yeah. in in sports history at, at that time i think yeah. now I've, I've bought you some time no no What's you have answer? and i still haven't got a good answer there are a couple that personally i would have loved i'd love to see a home team play in the super bowl and ah, so the vikings that would have been vikings great. making the super bowl in minneapolis would have been really cool mm-hmm. um that would have been i'm not great. sure it would have necessarily been a better game for it but um you know because that game was was thoroughly enjoyable well, that's what that's what's fun about what if is as uh, as uh, schwarzenegger tells us as the t800 tells us once you start messing with things that have already happened. Now you alter the history history of of mankind. Right. Precisely. Um, But yeah, would the Vikings have won that game? Not case keen. They wouldn't be. Not in the same thrilling way as the Eagles did. I don't think they would have won the game, period. Probably not. I guess it's easy to to, uh, announce that. But if that is in fact right, Tom Brady would have an extra chip. And here, you know what? Now you've just opened it up. Willie McGinnis and other people who would know have said that if Brady, if the Patriots win that Super Bowl, he would have retired. retired But losing lit a fire under him and made him come back. But if he would have retired, who knows how? Who knows where we? What will we be talking about this week? I also would be tampered with this weekend. I'll throw another one out to you. I mean, you could go through. You could go through every season and find fascinating outcomes. Another one, I think the most obvious one is um, the 15-1 and one Vikings in 98, yep. the juggernaut that's team. A, I mean, that's a great one. Going up against John Elway, trying to repeat with TD and that very good Broncos team, mm-hmm. trying to repeat. And by the way, the thing that the, – the little footnote in that uh, from that season, Gary Anderson misses that field goal. People forget – that Falcons team was 13 and three. It was no jive. Chris Chandler was their quarterback is the reason that people make fun of it, but that was not a, a bogus team that went to the Super Bowl. However, they did get uh, trounced by, uh, by Elway and company spaghetti yours. Um, I would definitely 
I wish that the Patriots were not in the the recent Pats Rams Super Bowl or that when you're just talking about the 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 Pats Eagles, the rest they could stay in. I think that's that's boring. Another one would be I wish just that one of these more recent Saints teams made one just to alleviate all the crying about them. And a team that I weirdly liked that wish uh, that I made the Super Bowl uh, was it the 09 Jets that that lost the Steelers in the AFC title game. With one of those franchise, one of those Rex Ryan Jets teams. They're just to me. I guess just back when I was home in New York, and I, I have a lot of Jets fans, and I, I have no problem rooting for the Jets. I wish that they made a Super Bowl because I like no, that. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, I wish Rex Ryan won one. No. I wish Sanchez got to a Super Bowl. I love that team. Like DeBart Scott no. can't wait. Uh, Tomlinson was there. Um, DeBart I, Scott can't wait. Was not. Was it '09? No, that wasn't with the, he wasn't with the Jets then, was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think that was. He I was. think that's that's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, then was, they yeah. go because it was assumed that Pittsburgh was going to go to Foxborough, and that would be the end of because that was not a great Steelers team, but things broke right for them in that postseason to get them the Jets. They almost blew that game to the Jets too in the second, second half. half. Right, exactly. The other, I mean, AJ Dewey, the the Jets that were good were in the in the eighties. I mean, there were some good Jets team. They had Richard Todd, who was a pick machine, out of. Alabama, but they were legitimately very good. You know, the defensive players yep. that they had the the sack exchange and they had Freeman McNeil and and so on. And they played down in a rainstorm in Miami against David Woodley and Don Strock and Don Shula and that gang just before they, which is a weird turn in history as well, that that um, Dolphins team goes to the Super Bowl and they really had a shot in the game. Right. They were in that game. Yep. Until Riggins breaks that run right. off, and then uh, Theismann throws one to Charlie Brown uh, to put it away and makes the game look like look uh, like it's more more decisive it victory. Exactly. Um, two years one. later, they they changed everything around. The other one, two, I, well, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. What's fascinating is they play in the Super Bowl, and then they draft Dan Marino. Yeah. Not six months later, but eighteen yeah. months later. So a pretty interesting yeah. turn that they can acknowledge. Um, all right, David Woodley is uh, it's fine. We got to move right. on from the late. David Woodley. The other one I would have loved because although I'm a Dolphins fan, I the team that I've supported probably more over the last decade is the is the then San Diego Chargers. That team that had LT got injured in the championship game against the Patriots and played but didn't play well. I would have loved that 14 and 2 Chargers team. That's a great one. Have made a Super Bowl if with LT with Phil Rivers. Right. With Antonio Gates, with Sean Merriman, I think was still on the team. I loved Sean Merriman at the time. Like that was a fun team um, that I'd like to have seen. And obviously, with um, I think Marty as the as the head coach as well. That's a, that's an excellent one. Well, was that North? I don't it, that was no uh, man. I don't remember. I don't know. Somewhere in that, I think that's that, Marty. In, uh, I think that's somewhere Marty. in that region where it was like the Marty to North crossover, and they were like, okay, maybe. But then Marty. there was the ten seven game where Antonio Cromartie refused right. the tackle. Yep. I think that was Norv. That I can't Norv. remember I how know. that one went. But, but one of those teams that was consistently either in the championship game or in the divisional round and got knocked out, they needed to, to make it to a Super Bowl. Well, the, the, the one that would have been grand, that really would have been disruptive to NFL history, positively and negatively, is in 1980, Super or 81, I should say, the Niners, like, and they, 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 uh, announced the dawn of the 49ers dominance and at the same time knocked down the Cowboys once and for all, Danny White's Cowboys, in in front of Super Bowl 16. And on the other side, you have the game that you and I have talked about a fair amount. I don't know if 
this is pre-Dan Marino, so I don't know how well you remember that game, handsome, but um, the great divisional round game, perhaps the greatest uh, football game of all time, 41-38. Uh, I, I, I know I've watched NFL Films video of that many, many times. It's the best. It's, uh, it's just the, the best game. game. Um, then that team, that a Chargers team worn out by the heat then goes to frigid Cincinnati. If you play that under different circumstances, Dan Fouts and that Chargers team go into a Super Bowl to play against Joe Montana and the 49ers. It, you know, that that becomes an all time yeah. different thing. And what if the Chargers win that game? And then what does that do to Joe Montana? Because Bill Walsh was not thrilled with Joe Montana. It's not like Joe Montana history now ha- has rewritten it, that that's the ultimate, uh, ultimate partnership um, until Belichick and, and Brady make the scene. But Bill Walsh, if they you take that Lombardi away, I think that you can make a pretty decent case that in the draft, in the 83 draft, that Bill Walsh goes for one of those big arm QBs. He might have tried to move up to even get John Elway right. with the first overall out of Stanford from his backyard. Dan Marino would have been something. Tony Eason. Okay, different. Ken but O'Brien. Yeah. Okay, no, Ken O'Brien all. played in California. I mean, what would have been a better match than than Ken O'Brien on the on the 49ers? Perhaps, yeah. That that's right. Um and uh oh, I could go on and on playing yep. this game. All right, but instead, let's go on to uh to one Austin Eckler here. Cool, he's coming in here. Yeah, but you got to go. What? I'll ask him the questions you want. Why every time? That's it. Goodbye. You worried I'm going to embarrass you, Dave? Thank you. No, listen. Go eat a steak and some uh, some lobster. Crap, I might go see if I can get a crap donut with Eddie. Or oh yeah, oh that's a nice thing for Akib to ask. Go meet mm-hmm. up with your favorite Akib. I hope he gets. By the way, I just want to say I hope he gets wacky top, top whack, top whack, top whack. I don't remember that top whack. All right, thanks for uh, coming by, handsome. But here comes number thirty from your Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler. All right, number thirty. He he's very highly paid by for the uh, by the Los Angeles Chargers to uh, to run the ball and catch it for them. It's Austin Eckler. What's happening, man? Oh, not much. Thanks for having me, man. Did I say it right? Yeah, Eckler. Eckler. It seems like a couple of years ago. Remember, everybody was kind of, were you noticing that uh, as your name started to emerge in pro football circles, that there were a lot of pronunciations out there? I've heard it all all my life. You know, I've played a lot of sports, a lot of announcers and people talking to me. You know, I've heard, you know, Eckler, like people. Eckler. I think I went with an Eckler. Yeah, Eckler. Somewhere along the way. You kind of like pronunciate it and just like Eckler, Eckler. Yeah. It was Eckler. Bam. Sit out there. Um, first thing, let's start with uh, with Melvin Gordon. Have you heard from Melvin Gordon since the big D? I saw him tweet at. You. He's a delightful fella. Right. You know, we we uh, you know developed a, a business relationship over the years. Um, but as far as you know, contact with him, I haven't had much contact with him. As far as like what's going on with you know his you know search for a place, mm-hmm. if he's coming back, if if not. Um, I just my understanding just with the holdout is they're probably not on the same page as far as it comes to like contract stuff. That's I mean I like think a, like a from a distance deal, that would you know? be the read. Yeah. So if he doesn't come back, that would be my assumption. Uh, I know that he would like to be you know back in the room with all of us just because we have you know the relationships over the years with coaches, and but it comes down to you know what you're worth and what it, how 
you know, how much you're willing to fight for that. But you're not going to make, like, for instance, if Melvin doesn't come back, you're not going to be like, hey, Justin Jackson, you carry my helmet to and from practice. <laughs> See, we've, right? never, we've never We're been like not going to. No, we've been a pretty good, pretty tight room. Not going to do know? that. No, not going to do that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm going to watch. I'm gonna, I might show rookie, up around the August. The that comes in. All yeah, right. he, he'd get the helmets for sure. All right. All right. Um, now, you, you're you aware that the rumors are out there. It seems all but done that Phil is moving on to wherever he's going to move on to. Um, do you uh, – do, you've heard about Tom Brady coming there. First question about that, Tom Brady versus Phil Rivers, who would win a 50-yard dash? Hey, I've seen Philip run. He's actually pretty fast. Oh, I've no, seen him run too. No, 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 you don't no, have no, he's not no, no. you don't see, have to say stuff. Everyone like that. has seen him run on the game field. When you see him actually run and like sprints and things like that, he can move. He can actually get it going pretty good. As long as it's a straight line, mm-hmm. uh, he's good to go. I th- I would take Philip for sure. The first time you saw it on TV for a number of years before you got there, but the first time you were in person and you saw Phil throw the ball the way he throws it, did you laugh? Uh, I actually asked someone if that was the real way he threw, or if he was just like messing around. <laughs> like, wow, he really throws sidearm. You know, I, he's playing a prank on you right, on the, like, on the new guys like, for the first day. Throw it around a D lineman or something. No, he, that's just how he throws it. It's bizarre. <laughs> it really is. Did it take? Uh, did it take legitimately a couple of passes before you're like, okay, now I can get it coming out of his still, hand? But it is weird to look still at. Really weird, especially like the checkdowns, because you always have to be ready because he'll be looking downfield and all of a sudden just like dump it down to you, and you'll be like, oh shoot, I wasn't ready because he wasn't looking or anything mm-hmm. you know so yeah it definitely took some still i'm still not used to it you still surprise you um what do you think about the tom brady stuff i mean i you know it's uh, I, I guess unfair to put you on the spot tom brady or tyrod taylor or someone in the draft i mean but but i mean how's it hit your ear to hear tom brady may show up with the chargers you know it would if we got tom brady you know i feel like it'd be a similar situation to having philip in the room just as far as the years of experience and just the leadership uh you know if we have a younger guy or tyrod i feel like the leadership's it'll have to come up a little bit you know just because tyrod's you know he was a backup last year and kind of took a back seat to philip uh so it'll be more development through that aspect and maybe even take some more leadership from the rest of the locker room to, you know, lead. Cause I mean, ultimately Phillip was, he was the guy, he's been there longer than the coaches, you know, mm. that was, that's kind of his team, you know, and everything's built around him. What's up, Phillip, you know, the offense, he's coaching everyone on the field. Uh, that's what made it great and easy for the players. Cause we just go through him and we're on the field during the games and everything. He'd be like, Hey, you got these guys, you got this route, you know, telling everybody just the chief, but, uh, uh, so whoever comes in, it's got some big shoes to fill, you know, either way. Um, do you, um, now tell me where you went to college again. <laughs> Go ahead. And I want you to say it out. I could tell you what it, I have written on this piece of paper, right. but I want you to tell it okay, to me. Well, I, I went to, me. I went to Western state, Colorado university. That's a made up thing. I, <laughs> let's be honest now. Cause you're done now. I, I contend right, right, that right. one of the great tricks that uh, the man plays on us is that you, you need a college degree. Mm-hmm. I contend now out on the other side, unless you want to be a doctor right. or like an astronaut or a couple of things, you don't re- no one ever asks you what your GPA was. They don't, check into right. anything you can you can you know be honest with me here now yeah that's not a real place you just made it's that a real up, place right? it's funny you say that because my my head coach anthony lynn he says no you just went to college <laughs> you just <laughs> just call it college <laughs> all right quick test for you whatever this was western state collar just co- western just call it western for short i mean see <laughs> 
That keeps it easy. <laughs> right. it exactly. You, Western State. Helps you keep your lies nice and Woo. straight, right? <laughs> right. Um, what's what's the mascot of this alleged football team you played the, on? The Mountaineers. Yeah. It was in a mountain town, so it was fitting. All right. Well, now you're uh, an NFL star. I think we can say legitimately after 2019 that you're a star running back in, in pro football. So did you ever get tackled in Division Two? Because <laughs> if you did, even once, I've said this to Derrick Henry about playing in high school. If you got tackled by someone in Division Two, then right. you underachieved. Right. <laughs> you know, they didn't manage to bring me down a few times, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, managed to, uh, you know, still put up some good numbers on them and get some notice. What, uh, how big a trip was it for you? Because you, you're from Nebraska. Do you grow up a Huskers fan, I'm assuming? I did. I had a cousin that was a linebacker coach there, so it kind of just drew us, you know, to the Cornhuskers. To gauge your age then, do you even recall them ever being good? It's weird. Be- Nebraska fans don't realize that they're not relevant anymore. <laughs> right, There's been a long right. time. They're almost getting more excited about just, like, the culture around the team. Yeah, and, right. Like, oh, we have, like, 200. Did you ever see them good? See, I no, I didn't. I didn't see. You don't remember yet. Tommy no. Frazier, any no, of that no, stuff? No, no. Wow. Yeah. When I, when I was watching him, they were going through a bunch of head coach changes, you know, uh, director changes, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so you're from Nebraska. You allegedly go to college in uh, Colorado. So at what point does Austin Eckler, for the first time, lay his eyes on the Pacific Ocean or any ocean? Um, I made a trip out my sophomore year out here, uh, of college. That's the first time I actually saw the ocean. And then the next time was when I was, you know, signed with the chargers. Is it a trip? I mean, is it, I mean, do you feel like, uh, I mean, obviously getting paid to play football must be, um, it must make you feel like you're cheating life, but then you get to do it in Los Angeles. Exactly. You know, I, I always thought that I would be, uh, somewhere around Colorado, um, even in the NFL, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to stay out here. I don't know if California is a place for me. It's just too busy, too much traffic. Hmm. But then I signed a four-year deal, so it looks like I'm locked in, you know. Have uh, you been renting then? I have been renting. Oh, but yeah. now but now you're going to – roots. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to buy. I don't know. You know what I've talked with a couple of guys on your team about doing? The two Melvins, in fact. And, and you know, if Melvin Gordon does happen to move on one way or the other, I think it's noteworthy that this era of Chargers football, how are you guys expected to succeed with not one but two guys named Melvin on a pro football team? It wasn't chess. It was you weren't M&M. playing football. Melvins. I know. that We put our heads together. We tried to develop. We tried to um, set up a, a, a partnership with M&Ms. And have really? them Yeah, to see if we could have them do ads. It didn't play out. They, but They weren't buying it. <laughs> Melvin, by the way, that's a weird name for a baby, don't you think? Melvin. What's wrong with Melvin? Uh, for a baby? For a baby. For a grown-up, it's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, all, all grown-ups are babies, so <laughs> you can say Well, like we talk name. about Justin Jackson, like Justin's a good name for a baby, but for a grown-up, I don't know. So you're suggesting a baby name and then an adult name. Some, ba- some names. Ah, there you go. Hey. Some names are good for a baby, but not for a grown-up. For a grown-up but not for a baby. Like the classic is Carl, you know, like Car- Carl, the baby, Wayne, the baby, right? you know? So maybe it's like Gary, the baby. Those are weird. <laughs> yeah, that, names. that is a little strange. Oh, this is Gary. Can I, I tell know. you another one? What you got? Austin. Austin, the, Austin, oh, the baby. <laughs> a little weird. Like, little, little Austin. Like. like Cody is a good baby name, but you don't want that as a grown up. 
I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, so uh, who do you and your professional, when you go into the building and you probably kibitz with them a couple of times every week, um, the radio partnership, uh, the radio partners up there who call the action, Matt Money Smith, Daniel Jeremiah, you ever interact with those fellas? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. They're the voices of the Chargers. Yeah, and they, and they happen to work here. And Daniel Jeremiah recently <laughs> said that he feels like if you decided – to be a slot receiver, you would immediately be top five. How's that hit you? Shoot, I feel like at this point, like I've had, you know, some success doing it all outside in the slot in the backfield, and that's kind of you know the persona I want around me is that hey, I can I can do it from any spot in the field. Is it as simple as I mean, how aware are you guys of that outside noise? And it's you know it's real life stuff. It's you know I think people are a little glib about like man the Chargers with the injury bug year after year and all that kind of stuff. But you know I've talked with uh, with uh, Derwin James. I've talked with a few guys about yeah. that. I mean, how much do you guys buzz about that? Like man, oh man, what is the story already here? Why do well, we not get a break with that? The thing is, I feel like two years ago when we were twelve and four, I feel like we didn't really have any major injuries um I feel like Hunter Henry you know he ended up tearing his ACL that was a major injury but it wasn't it was just like one guy like one or two guys and so last year I feel like we got hit pretty hard um and early on too so it had been people that were you know used to the offense in the offense and now all of a sudden they're not they're not there anymore now we have backups coming in so I think that just really hurt our dynamic of our team and, you know, we're trying to make it as simple as possible for everyone. And then other people would get hurt. And mm. then you got to just redo it. And it just, we just really couldn't get a foothold in, I felt like. And we were just too inconsistent with just our play level. And it really, you know, ended up hurting us in the end. Because, shoot, it seemed like every week we were just barely losing games. We are just like, oh, come on. You know, we lost so many games by seven or less. I think there was only like two that we didn't. Uh, but it was just the same thing. Week in, week out, it was like one or two more plays that would have just turned the game around. It just came back to the, our consistency. You know, two years ago when we were 12-4, and four, we were making those plays and mm-hmm. we were finishing games and we were scoring points. And then the thing come back next year, I think yeah, the injuries definitely helped it, or definitely helped the, what our record was. Like Duran, you know, he was that was a big... I, think, I mean, what a... Like, um, like he bent a screw in his foot, like... What? <laughs> like, who does that? Like, that's a thing? I didn't even know that's a thing. That's when the football gods are, are, are right. for whatever reason, they got some axe to grind with you Man. guys. But, I mean, I really do feel like, and obviously it's not a uh, small matter who's going to be under center for you guys, but you continue to have um, – you know, arguably the most talented roster, top to bottom, in the in the AFC, I would say, huh? Yeah, I mean, if everyone's healthy, though, it, it doesn't matter if not everyone's right. There, and and if you can if you can resolve the the QB issue, I really think that the Chargers have a real shot in 2020. The only issue there is you're shaping up to be in a really rugged division. I know that the West has its rivalries and so on, but here come the Raiders. You're looking forward to going to Vegas on the road? Is that... Uh, uh, the stadium's pretty sweet. I've been it is there a couple cool. times. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What are you doing out there in Vegas? My agent lives out there. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so the, so you'll have the Raiders, and then you have the world <laughs> champs. Is that going to do anything for you as a competitor to go out to Arrowhead or when the Chiefs come to town in the new joint? No, I, I think it just creates an atmosphere around just our division, uh, even with the new stadium with the Raiders and they're moving. And then, you know, how they a little hype over the last couple of years with Gruden and, you know, the, obviously the Chiefs coming in and winning the Super Bowl. It just it just makes it more exciting to be in this division because, you know, when we go to their stadiums, it's just, oh, sure. You know, and they're the Broncos stadium. You know, they do a great job. Is that the that. best smelling stadium to go to? <laughs> 
the Arrowhead. Oh, Arrowhead. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't too bad when I was there. No, I mean, smell good. Like, All the barbecue flow. Like, oh, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. It smells normal to me, I guess. Really? But uh, I just love the atmosphere, you know, around around teams like that. Oh, man. You could be in a division with, uh, with you know, if Tom if things break in a certain way, you could have Tom Brady on your, on your side. You could have Superman, Cam Newton for the Raiders, yeah. and then you have the, uh, you know, the reigning Super Bowl champion, Patrick Mahomes and company. It'd be a fun division to watch, for sure. It would be very fun. And uh, among all that, you have a guy from... Western, <laughs> toting go. the rock there, being a being a big star here, doing it the unorthodox route, and uh, congratulations to you. If you need any help, I'd be more than happy to um, try and get you in the right home here in Southern California. Are you a beach guy? You want to be you know near the hills? Yeah, I'm trying like, to find my own little corner to be tucked away in. Just mm-hmm. so, just so I can keep it low on the radar. I floated. I'll just say I floated the idea and uh, the idea of doing a show called the home team and i just take people around you watch those shows on hgtv i know i haven't you don't like those shows where they overhaul the house and get people in all right well well, you and i like move that bus that that show yeah that yeah yeah Yeah. all right a couple times austin eckler look (laughs) move that bus and it's and then moves out of the way and then you yeah you go crazy for the house that i put in right i would i would go crazy absolutely all right good i'll look forward to that in the meantime uh continued success and good health to you as you get ready for 2020 can't wait to see who your qb is going to be here in los angeles it's gonna be fun austin eckler everybody Good stuff from Austin Eckler. Great thanks to Handsome Hank. As well, as always, Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. And you, the listener, will be back with more hooey and applesauce later on. Until next week, when we will be fully and legally tampering. And perhaps even tampered with. Who knows? It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.